Sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, Doctor. It won't happen again. That's what you said the last time. Still, it's not your fault, I suppose. I can't blame you for your cat's little messages. I'll try to make Antronac use the litter trays, Perry called them. I think he's marking his territory. He's marking my corridors. The TARDIS has better things to do than clean up after that furry little menace. It also has plenty of wide-open meadows he can do... Well, whatever he needs to do in. The exercise would be good for him as well. He's turning into a very fat cat, aren't you, Antronac? I never had any of this trouble with canine. Now, there was a TARDIS-trained pet. Anyway, this isn't getting on with your tour of my old TARDIS, is it? I suppose it's not. I know this one. Perry showed it to me. The wardrobe where you keep all the clothes. What's this? My scarf. I used to wear it all the time. It goes round your neck. Here, move it round like this. This is silly. It is, isn't it? There's a hat that goes with it. Here. I can't see a thing. It's much too big for me. Are you saying I used to have a big head? No, Doctor. I could wrap this scarf around myself a dozen times. There's enough of it to mummify me. But it does keep you warm. Useful, too, as I remember. Pity I kept tripping over it. I don't think I'll wear it, thank you. Is this yours as well? Uh, yes. I'm rather afraid the fur coat's mine, too. Although it was a long time ago that I wore it. I was a different man back then. Literally. What kind of animal was it? A polyester. I've never heard of those. What are they like? Are they fierce? Oh, yes. Nobody's ever caught one alive. Huge eyes, sharp teeth, terrible things. You're teasing me, aren't you? This doesn't feel like real fur at all. It's a real fake fur. Oh, right, it's not real at all. It's a fake. Made in Taiwan, I think. Let's see the label. Made on Thraxus. Oh, well. Doesn't change the fact that it's a fake. This isn't yours, I hope. Victoria's. Though Sarah wore it once. And that one belonged to Leela. Some of the Nubian slaves at the palace wore garments like this. Perry tried it on. She was going to wear it to the... What was it called? The fancy dress party you missed on Prelax. Was she now? And that would be the fancy dress party I advised you both not to attend. Did you? We didn't hear? I bet. What else did you two get up to when I was busy escorting the Grand Dowager back to her palace, I wonder? You know, you really should listen. You talked I... about Victoria and Sarah and Leela. Have many people travelled with you, Doctor? Over the years, I suppose there have been a few. Good friends, mostly. Some stayed for years, some only for a few days, and then they left and went on with their lives. Most of them, anyway. For so many people to have travelled with you, you must have been travelling a very long time. Must I? And I thought I was looking rather young these days. After all that I've seen with you, Doctor, I would be very foolish indeed if I thought you were a normal man of... 30? You don't look any older, but there's much more to you than that. Thank you. You know, I wish more of my companions said nice things like that about me. And you did say that you were far older than you appear. I'm not even middle-aged by my people's standards. If we're not careful, we could spend hours in here and never finish the tour. No, I'd like to see all of the TARDIS. That could take some time. I don't mind. At least you didn't find the frilly shirts and the smoking jackets. Cricket field. Uh, cricket. Cricket field. The pitch. Well, I need to keep my cucumber sandwiches somewhere. Never mind. It's not so much that I need one, it's just that, well, 
I really wanted one. My father said something similar about a boat made of solid gold. It sank. I'm not surprised. He was very angry when he caught me laughing about it. I had to hide in the gardens for hours until he calmed down. We have some gardens here if you like them. Uh, now this door should be to the cloister room. Ah. That's not the cloister room? Not with that much rainforest, no. I thought you knew every room in the TARDIS. I do. I just don't always know where they are, that's all. The TARDIS has to be decorated. I don't like it. No? Come on, Doctor. It will be an adventure. Every room will be a surprise. I don't particularly want surprises and adventures in my home. Thank you very much. What is this place, Doctor? Still, I suppose i better find out where everything is. Do you know where you are now, Doctor? Come here, ma'am. Ah, now this is the cloister room. Very peaceful. Isn't it? I used to come here a lot when Tegan was up for me. You know nothing, Doctor. You don't even know that the TARDIS is no longer under your control. The TARDIS belongs to me. There's a particularly restful spot just up ahead. This makes me think of an English summer morning. Without the rain, of course. Enjoy the tour, Doctor. Wherever it takes you. And that should have been your workshop. Well, it shouldn't have been filled with an army of terracotta Chinese soldiers, that's for sure. I delivered them to the Emperor a couple of regenerations ago. This isn't right. This isn't right at all. So we have to keep trying every door? The wardrobe? That can't be here. We left it three corridors away. Unless for some reason the TARDIS is still moving rooms around. Let's move on, shall we? Oh, I didn't see these frilly shirts before. Are we in danger, Doctor? Hmm. Uh, I shouldn't imagine so. It's just disconcerting not knowing your way around your own home. What would you have done if you opened the door to your rooms at your palace and found yourself in the kitchens? I'd probably have had something to eat. That's not the most helpful answer. You did ask. You call the TARDIS your home. Is it your home, really? I suppose it is these days. Gallifrey, my home planet, will always have a hold on me, I imagine. But I never felt that I really belonged there. All the endless tradition and ceremony. The mind-numbing tedium of following a path that's been set for generations and won't change for generations more. I understand. And every time I go back to Gallifrey, there seems to be trouble. I can believe that. I don't mean to be insulting, Doctor, but wherever we go, we do seem to find ourselves in danger. Trouble does seem to follow me about, doesn't it? But you always find a way to win. Do I? Sometimes I wonder if I shouldn't stop my wanderings and settle down. Could you do that, really? No, I don't think so. There's so much of the universe I've still to see. So many peoples and races I've yet to meet, and so many wonders and new ideas just waiting to be found. And so much evil to be fought. And you have to fight it. Someone has to, Aramim. So many people can't protect themselves. Those of us who can must help do it. We must, whatever it costs us. Sadly, my people don't agree with me. Then we are in the same position. Neither of us can go home. Do you want to go home? Why don't you happy with us? I am. Oh, really, I am. But I do think about home sometimes. I wish I had seen my mother again before we left. I'd like to have seen her one last time, just to let her know that I was going to be all right. She thought you were a god. What harm can come to a god? My father was Pharaoh. He was supposed to be a god, but he still died. I could try to take you back so that you could see her. I, I can't promise we'd get there. No. She will think that I've joined the gods and the stars. She will be happy thinking that. It would be unkind to take it away from her. Probably. And you are in the stars, in a manner of speaking. 
Do you have family, Doctor? You've never talked to them. No, I don't. Much. Don't you think of any of them? Not often. Except Susan, sometimes. Sometimes. I'm getting maudlin. Come on, we'd better get on with this tour of yours. So, what do we have here? A small library. Which reminds me, I have a couple of volumes I must take back to the library of St. John the Beheaded. Learn all that you can, Doctor. It won't help you. But I might enjoy the show. There's usually a geometry, a set pattern to how the TARDIS lays out her interior. So, if she's following that, this door should lead to a control relay, a sort of mini console room. Oh, this is ridiculous. The wardrobe again? Uh, come on, there's another door in here. And before you ask, the kilt belonged to Jamie. Right, let's see where this leads. This is absurd. That's the corridor with the door we just used to come into the wardrobe. How can it be here and over there? Good question. Unfortunately, I don't have a good answer yet. Back the way we came, I think. Uh, it's, it's all right. It, it's a power failure. I, I can't see anything. Uh, don't move. Stay where you are. Get off! Get these things off me! Hang on. I'll be there in a moment. I should have some here somewhere. Ah, here we are. Everlasting matches. It's just a rack of clothes. Nothing to worry about. Up you come. I'm all right. You should have stayed still. You could have been hurt. I did stay still. The rack fell on me. A rack of clothes doesn't just fall by itself. You must have bumped into it. I didn't. Are you sure you didn't knock it over? From over by the door? If neither of us made it topple, what did? I don't know, but I didn't touch it. Very odd. Doctor? It could just have been off balance and waiting to fall, I suppose. It's not the tidiest of rooms. Would be a coincidence if it happened now. Doctor. Hmm? What is it? The shadows are moving. Oh, it's just the way the match is casting the light. I am used to seeing fire cast shadows. They don't move that way. They almost seem alive. I'm sure it's just a trick of the light. All the same, perhaps we should get out of here. I would like that very much. The corridor. That's a relief. I was worried we'd be back in the wardrobe again. Hmm. No lights here either. Very odd. The emergency power should have come on by now. It's getting colder. Yes, I feel it too. Get yourself something warmer to wear. We're in trouble, aren't we? Possibly. But let's not jump to any conclusions just yet. This will do. Amelia Earhart's spying jacket. That should do the trick. Will Perry be all right? I should imagine so. She's safe in her room. For now, anyway. Now, what we need to do is find a display of the new layout of the TARDIS. We could see that from your control chamber. We should go there. Yeah, we would, except that I'm not sure where the console room is. So we keep trying doors. I'm afraid so. You choose. I have never seen a bar so big. Swimming pool, actually. Shouldn't be anywhere near here. If it gets any cold, it'll turn into an ice rink. Cold, Doctor. The TARDIS stops catering for your every whim, and already you're bleating. Oh, yes. It's cold, Doctor. But space is colder. The walls are wet, Doctor. Condensation. Moisture from the air. The water's turning hard, and it's slippery. It's turning to ice. That's ice? You've never seen ice? Uh, no, I don't suppose you'd see much of it in Egypt. Especially in the palace. Look at the way it glistens. B bring your torch. Of course, Your Majesty. 
beautiful. Like hundreds of tiny jewels sparkling. It also means the temperature in here is falling drastically. The ice means we're sub-zero already. Even I'm feeling it. Are you warm enough? I am a little cold. I can see my breath. Look! When we sorted this out, remind me to take you for a snowball fight somewhere. Might even get you an ice cream and teach you how to build a snowman. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is it as much fun as it sounds? Oh, yes. I just don't relish the idea of building snowmen inside the TARDIS, that's all. The next door. Open the next door. Let's see where this goes, shall we? Open it! Open it, Doctor! Let me see you die! No! You dismal machine! You will not fail me! I will not allow it! I must see the Doctor die! I will almost be relieved if this leads us back into the wardrobe. Your scarf seems more appealing by the moment. Stay back. Do not open the door. Who said that? Who's there? He's in the shadows. Come on, show yourself. Whoever you are. Did you do this to my TARDIS? Doctor, the door. Get away from it. It's fading. The door's disappearing. It's beautiful. What is it? The vortex. The TARDIS travels through it. I can almost touch Uh, it. Don't! If you were exposed to the forces at large in the vortex, you'd age centuries in the blink of an eye. That door must vent directly out into the vortex. If we'd open it, we'd both be dead. Oh, so the voice saved our lives. So it seems. Who would have the power to let us see through a door that way? Or the ability to flit through shadows unseen. A shadow himself, perhaps. Or a shade. Doctor, the door. What happened to it? What is he? It's all right, Aaron. He's a friend. Of sorts. Aren't you, shade? Splendid parlor trick, letting us see through a door that way. The internal dimensions of your TARDIS have been reconfigured. It's a pleasure to see you again, too. And by the way, I had noticed that the TARDIS's layout had been changed. Doctor, what is he? I am a construct of the wills of my masters. I am their instrument and presence in the corporeal world. Was that an answer, or were you just showing that you know some big words? Well, what are you? And why do you wear that ball on your head? I remember. Shade is an agent of some of my people. He may look unusual, but he's still a friend of mine, I think. I assume that you're not responsible for what's happening here, Shade? Responsibility for this lies elsewhere. I don't suppose you care to name names. In this regeneration, you have been careless with your TARDIS safety, Doctor. On many occasions, the outer shell has been breached, and more than once, the ship all but destroyed. That's hardly my fault. In one of these incidents, the TARDIS was infiltrated by the life form which is now causing and controlling the disruption affecting the TARDIS. What life form? The Time Lords foresee a future in which the life form will use your TARDIS to gain dominion of time and space, bringing chaos to eternity. Great armies will be raised against this foe, and they will be scattered to dust on the winds of time. With control of time and space, nothing can stop it. Even Gallifrey would be brought to its knees. Because I was careless with the TARDIS. The Doctor can stop it, can't you, Doctor? No, Doctor. You will remain here. I alone can find a path through the confusion in the TARDIS. You would quickly become lost. It is probable that you would die. Remain here. We're not staying here, are we, Doctor? This is my mistake. I have to put it right. 
I have to stop the future from happening the way Shade described. We'd better get after him. These matches may be everlasting, but they don't have much room. No! Mind your feet. Come on, this way. Show them to me. Where are you, Doctor? Where are you? It's not possible! Nobody can map a path through my distortion like that! I won't give up my TARDIS without a fight, Doctor! I have more surprises waiting for you. I've been expecting you, Doctor. Who are you? Doors open. This must be it. Good. If I fall over one more time, I shall have bruises in some very delicate places. Uh, uh yes. Uh, stay behind me. What is this place, Doctor? It's as high as the Great Pyramid. This must be a very important part of your TARDIS. The dimensional induction chamber. It is impressive, isn't it? Of course, there's no need for it to be this size. It would be just as effective if it was six feet square. My people just like to be ostentatious and pretentious, that's all. That means they like showing off. Some of my ancestors did something very similar, building giant temples to honour themselves. Well, if I wanted to seal control of the TARDIS, this would be the place to do it. Now, where's Shade gone? He's here, Doctor. As my guest. Would you mind turning the spotlight down? It's rather bright. Shade? I cannot move, Doctor. An energy field is holding me in this dimension. No chance of just slipping away, then. Whatever did this to Shade must have enormous power. Doctor? The intellect to control the TARDIS, the cunning to stay aboard unnoticed while it set this up. Be careful, Doctor. The chamber has defense mechanisms even I cannot fully bypass. Doctor? Uh, be careful, Aramem. There's no telling what booby traps have been set. Doctor! What is it? I'm not sure. But I think I might have found who... What is causing the trouble? Where? Over here. You've certainly found the controls they're using. Very delicate work. Intricate. Impressive. Let's see if we can switch it off. The defenses, Doctor. Ah, I found them. They're working rather too well. Are you hurt? Uh, it's just a force shield. I'll survive. That, Doctor, is something I very much doubt. What? I don't suppose you'd care to show yourself. You know, in some cultures, it's considered bad manners to lurk in dark corners and threaten people. He is there, Doctor. Nonsense, I can't see him. Lower. Closer to the ground. Lower? What? Oh. Good grief. Am I a surprise to you, Doctor? To put it mildly. What, what is it? It looks like a... well, a... Uh, it is. Or it was. At least the Gallifreyan equivalent of one, eh? It's ten times the size it should be, and that distorted skull has a brain a thousand times bigger than I'd expect. But, yes, it's just what it looks like. Your TARDIS has been captured by a mouse. <laughs> well, you could look at it that way. A mouse? <laughs> a very large <laughs> mouse that talks. <laughs> yeah, remember, stop it. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry about this. It's terribly rude of us. I feel to see the humour in this situation. <laughs> uh, you would. It's uh, because, well, it's a mouse. <laughs> Shade, your great dramatic speech about the end of Gallifrey and the universe being conquered, and you were talking about a mouse. A mouse? 
I am much more than a mouse. Is he, Doctor? Well, technically, he's a Gallifreyan Rovi, a species from my home planet. Are they all like him? Well, no. Most of them scuttle about in fields, eating grass and trying to avoid being eaten by predators or falling down vex burrows. Occasionally, you see them in the capital. Some of the time tots keep them as pets. And some of us are used for experiments. Not for millennia. When a society has control over time, they're not going to be particularly interested in dissecting rodents. Dissecting? Uh, <laughs> or conducting experiments in general. Talking of which, you're hardly an average rovi. You wouldn't care to explain how you came to be like this. Once I was no more than an average rovi. I lived within the walls of your great city on Gallifrey. Every day I scavenged for food and spent every moment in terror of being squashed under giant feet or being captured by what I now know were cleaning machines. Have you ever been sucked into a cleaning machine, Doctor? It's not pleasant. I imagine it's not. Can't say I've ever had it happen to me. To avoid a cleaning machine, I one day took refuge inside your TARDIS. I later found out you had returned to Gallifrey on one of your ludicrous adventures. Ludicrous? Yes, cretin. Ludicrous. You endanger yourself and this ship, my home, constantly. I hid inside the TARDIS for a time I cannot imagine. I was an ordinary rovi then. Unfortunately, we have no concept of time and our memory span is less than 15 seconds. But the TARDIS protected me while I was aboard. It fed me and made sure I had water to drink. We are a long-lived race if we don't get eaten or stood on, and I had no predators. So, I thrived. I would have lived out my natural life if it wasn't for an act of carelessness intending the TARDIS. That would be by me, I take it. Oh no, Doctor. Not by you. You would never have added this piece of equipment to your TARDIS. This one here. A remote operation module. Someone put a remote control in my TARDIS. <laughs> Not just someone, Doctor. Someone nearby. I didn't do anything to your machine. Of course you didn't. Shade, did you put this remote control in my TARDIS? Shade, answer me. Why, for goodness sake? I do not question my master's orders. I only obey. I was only obeying orders. That's no excuse. Don't the Time Lords trust me? Stupid question. Of course they don't. They trust you to follow your conscience, especially if you feel that you are not being manipulated. So they've been moving me here and there, having me do their dirty work for them. I won't forget this, Shade. How did adding that box change you? I don't understand. Of course you don't, you primitive. But the doctor will understand. When your friend there added the remote control device, which I've disengaged, there was a leak from the temporal relays. It should have aged me to death in seconds, but the TARDIS tried to protect me. Somehow, instead of aging me, the temporal leak caused me to evolve. Millennia of enforced evolution thrust on me in the space of minutes. That's extraordinary. Extraordinary? It was agony! But my brain grew a thousand times larger than before. I understood language and art and mechanics. I tapped into the TARDIS memory and learned everything I could. And then I began to take control of the TARDIS. You didn't notice. Even though I rearranged the TARDIS when you showed your other monkey around. How does it feel, Doctor, to know that your home isn't under your control? This isn't your TARDIS anymore, Doctor. Now it belongs to me. Don't be absurd. 
What would you do with it? How many companions have traveled with you, Doctor? Dozens. You always have someone nearby, a friend to talk to. Even now you have two female monkeys in the TARDIS. You are never alone. Female monkeys? Does that thing mean Perry and me? You little shit! Um, language. No need for Pharaoh to curse. Go on, whatever your name is. Why would I have a name? Who is there to call me by a name? I have been alone here for years. Years in which the TARDIS was my only company. Years of desperate loneliness. Years of yearning for companionship. I knew a thousand languages, but had nobody to talk to. You were lonely. I understand how much that can hurt. What do you know about loneliness? I know that you can be lonely in a room filled with people. After my father and brothers died, I was to be Pharaoh. Everyone thought I was a living god, so no one talked to me anymore. They didn't laugh with me or tell me stories about their children. My handmaiden stopped telling me of the handsome boys they were sneaking out of the palace to see. I was there, but when they looked at me, they didn't see me anymore. Even my mother only saw the pharaoh. It is lonely when no one will talk to you. When who you know you really are doesn't exist to people anymore. I had no idea you felt that way. Doesn't matter now. You and Perry are my friends. And not because I am a pharaoh or a god. There's always a place in the TARDIS for my friends. You could have come out of hiding. There's always been someone in the TARDIS if you wanted companionship. Not that kind of companionship, Doctor. Oh. And how could I have come to you for friendship? What would you have done? Laughed at me then instead of now? Made me a pet? But you're not laughing now, are you? Because I control the TARDIS. I'm going to take it back to Gallifrey. With you and your bowl-headed friend on board, we'll pass through the transduction barrier without any trouble. Once inside, I'll expose all the other Rovion Gallifrey to the same energies that mutated me. There will be millions of us. At the expense of Gallifrey. You'll destroy the planet if you do that. A price worth paying. We'll use Gallifreyan technology to spread through time and space. The universe will belong to us. Well, I've never seen that before. A megalomaniac mouse. Guard your tongue, Doctor. Why? I assume you are planning to kill us all. Painfully and slowly. I will have the TARDIS vent you into the vortex. You will age and wither. You will turn to dust and be scattered through eternity. Antronach! He will show you how he deals with mice. Antronach! Come back! Wonderful. He's not just bad-tempered, he's a scaredy cat as well. Have your pet monkey stop calling me a mouse. I am not a mouse. Aren't you? No, I am not. You look like a mouse. Doesn't he look like a mouse, Eremem? Well, he's bigger. Doesn't he look like a mouse, Eremem? A surly mouse? I am not a mouse! Sorry. So, what do you plan on doing with the universe once it's all yours? Filling it with cheese? Make everyone live in holes in the skirting board? Or should we leap onto chairs when you scuffle into the room? Don't provoke me, Doctor! No need to get ratty. I am warning you! Uh, sorry, my mistake. Uh, <laughs> I'll squeak when I'm spoken to in future. I will kill you, Doctor! 
I will gnaw and claw every strip of flesh from your body. Do you want me to fetch you a box to stand on so you can read? Be quiet, monkey! At least if I'm swinging through trees like a monkey, you can't get near me. The advantage of opposable thumbs. Something vermin don't have. Not even a big cheese like you. Vermin? When I rule the cosmos, you will kneel before this vermin, Doctor! Of course! I'll scuttle to attention! All praise King Rat! All hail the power of cheese! I will kill you! Perhaps, but not today. You should control that temper of yours. It'll get you into trouble. Just like it's got you to come out of your protected little force field. Oh. Eremem, would you do the honors? It will be a pleasure. No! No, no my, my work! Antrinac! There you are. Have you fed him today, Eremem? I thought you had. Oh dear, he must be hungry. Doctor! It will eat me! Now, what was it you threatened to do? Oh yes, gnaw and claw every strip of flesh from my body, wasn't it? You, you can't expect me to have developed social graces as well. I have been alone for years. Now you have Antronac to play with. You have him, Shade? Yes, Doctor. I was released when your companion destroyed the creature's controls. Who are you calling a creature? Typical mouse walked straight into my trap. Pity he didn't evolve some control over that temper. I will take it back to my lords. Quite right. They're responsible for it being in this state. But don't call me it, either! What are you doing? Don't do that. It, it's disgusting! Put your head back on! It's not much of a head, but it belongs on your shoulders. Keep it away from me. Keep it away! Don't you... Don't! It's safe. I have absorbed the creature. I will hold it within myself until I deliver it to my masters. They were educated to be a constructive being. I should think so, too. They'll probably give it a seat on the High Council on Gallifrey. It's usually full of rats. Indeed, my Lord President. Yes, well... <laughs> I don't like agreeing with the mouse, but would you please put your head back on? Talking to you like this is making me feel ill. As you wish. I will take my leave now. Haven't you forgotten something? This belongs to you. Tell your masters I'm more than capable of piloting my own TARDIS. I don't need or want their help. Until next time, Doctor. Next time? As if I hadn't had a bad enough day already. Ah, the power's back up. Excellent. Eremem, shall we get back to your tour? Do you know where everything is now? Without the Rovi causing trouble, I imagine that the TARDIS has everything back just where it should be. Yes, please. I would very much like to see the TARDIS, and so would Antronac. If he must. We might as well show him where the litter trays are. At least he didn't try to take over the TARDIS like one of the pets from your world. He would do, given half the chance, though. Wouldn't you, you little brute? Doctor! Don't you listen to him, Antronac. I thought so. I couldn't even wait till I'd shut the door. No, thank you, Shade. Farewell, Doctor. Backseat driver. And people ask why I don't go home. Now, Eremem, where were we? Doctor, watch where you're standing. Oh, too late. Eremem. I'm sorry, Doctor. Antronac, you are a bad cat. 